Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The Buffalo Bills finished their preseason with a record of 2-1 and one after falling to the Carolina Panthers last night 21 to nothing. Punter Matt Ariza did not play last night after a civil lawsuit was filed against both Ariza and two other San Diego State players. This suit alleges that the three raped a 17-year-old girl at an off-campus party last year. Here is head coach Sean McDermott after the game on the Ariza situation. It's not a situation that, that I or we take lightly whatsoever, and it's very serious. I understand the sensitivity of the situation. It's clear we have work to do to continue to figure this thing out here. The Bills will be back on the practice field later today at 3 o'clock, and head coach Sean McDermott is expected to speak with the media before practice today. Around the rest of the NFL, the Cowboys take down the Seattle Seahawks 27-26, to and after the game, Seattle named Geno Smith the team's starting quarterback for Week 1. The Saints win over the Chargers 27-10, and the Raiders dominate the Patriots 23-6. to Tonight, eight games in the NFL, three of which are on the NFL Network. Jaguars at Falcons kick it off at 3.30, Rams at Bengals at 6, and Vikings at Broncos at 9. College football also officially begins this afternoon. Some of the major games today sees Nebraska and Northwestern at 12.30 in Dublin, Ireland, Wyoming at Illinois at 4, and Hawaii taking on Vanderbilt at 10.30. And in baseball tonight, the Mets take on the Rockies and the Yankees square up against the A's. That's your Paddock Chevrolet Sports Update. Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. I'm Zach Jones for WGR Sports Radio 550. WGR Sports Radio 550 presents. We got at Nate Geary Sports. And uh, Nate says, Merry Christmas to everyone except for Tom Brady, who is probably watching his own documentary with his family this morning. Sports Talk Saturday. We were watching the highlights of last year's Super Bowl, which we won, but we weren't watching (laughs) the documentary. Does Nate actually play sports? Emotional damage on WGR. You good? Not little jets. He died of emotional damage. Sports Radio 550. Yes, yes, good morning. Welcome in. Sports Talk Saturday. Nate Geary here in the driver's seat for the next couple of hours. We've got... uh... (laughs) I almost got got! (laughs) Oh, man. Somebody posted from a fake Buffalo Bills account. Uh, the signing of Odell Beckham Jr. And it looks so real. Look at this. They, I mean, they went through the I works. almost, like, I scrolled. Wow. I'm making the introduction to the show. I scroll down. I see Buffalo Bills. It's official. We've signed Odell Beckham Jr. And it's got, like, 
Odell sitting down in the room, signing a contract with the Buffalo Bills emblem in the bottom left, his Buffalo shirt on, signed free agency in the background. Like the fact that they have him like sitting down, like clearly the picture you get eventually of a player signing, that's effort. That is effort you don't see all the time. <laughs> the response is a lot of go bleep yourself. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm imagining I am not the only person. Uh, a number of friends have been texted early this Saturday morning, going, "Guys, we got OBJ," and immediately followed by, "Never mind." <sighs> Classic. All right, everybody. Well, welcome in. Uh, sorry for that quick distraction. I, uh, I was not, I was not ready for that. <clears throat> Nor is anybody this morning. Um, so yes, yesterday obviously the Bills they lose in their preseason finale, twenty-one to nothing. That was not really the story at all of yesterday. It was a lot of um, the lead up to that game yesterday, and um, you know whether or not Matt Ariza was going to play in the game, and you know there were reports early on from before the game, three, four, five o'clock, um, that well he had obviously already traveled with the team. And yesterday, right around, uh, right before kickoff, as the team was entering uh, the field of play to warm up, it was Reed Ferguson and Tyler Bass and Nomad Ariza. And at that point, it had uh, it had been known that Ariza was not going to play in yesterday's game. And then the game happened, and of course, as, as I mentioned, it was sort of secondary um, to the things happening uh, with Ariza and the organization. And um, from there, what we learned is that yesterday, Sean McDermott, who spoke with the media after the game, an emotional Sean McDermott, um, gave us, I think, maybe more information than some of us were expecting. Um, there was a level of empathy and a level of emotion um, that I'm not sure I was expecting to see, um, but I think it was important to see. I think it was an important first step to admitting that um, – you know, the, the handling of this situation was less than ideal uh, from start to finish. And whether it's the information hopefully we learn today, I'm I'm not going to necessarily hold my breath um, with Sean McDermott speaking again today at 3 p.m. We won't be able to carry that live here on WGR uh, because we won't be on air. Um, but Sean McDermott is scheduled again to meet with the media before their 3.30 practice today. I would guess we're going to kind of hear more of the same that we heard yesterday, which, again, is an acknowledgement that this is an organization that is still learning information. Um, this is an organization that is um, really kind of trying to seek the truth on what exactly happened. Uh, and it's an organization that has learned, I think, much over the last 24 hours uh, about the gruesome details that I don't believe that they were privy to during their, quote, investigation. So, um yeah, I, you know, we're we're going to play back the interview and in the press conference from yesterday of Sean McDermott here in just a few moments. But I, I did kind of want to set the stage and, and acknowledge um, a couple of things that I think it's very clear at this point that um, the Bills' first original statement, um, you know, I, I do think that that's something the organization probably would like back in hindsight. Um, or if not have back... Um, it's to me it it speaks to a further issue about our society um in particular about public relations which is these very brief very short um you know generic statements and the value of a generic statement and you know i think the value of a generic statement works when you put it on tv but in the social media era um to me generic blanket statements don't have a lot of value and 
generic blanket statements that, you know, maybe don't say enough um, tend to be a negative and tend to go the other way. And I think we're kind of seeing that a little bit. And and listen, I, this is not just the fault of the Bills. This is the general industry of public relations at this point. This is it's it's very reactionary and not very proactive. And I think the Bills are understanding and understand the position that they're in now and the shift to being more proactive, having Sean McDermott not start that press conference yesterday by, hey, you know, there was a game being played and we know that you guys all want to ask questions about Matt Ariza, but we're going to talk about the football game. That would have been a giant mistake. And kudos and credit to Sean McDermott for walking on that stage, walking in front of that microphone on the podium and... Basically saying, and again, if you didn't hear it, we'll we'll play it back for you. But the first sentence is essentially, I know we just played a football game, but there are bigger things than the football game that was just played. And I think that acknowledgement, I think, went a long way for a lot of people that had a lot of questions. And listen, I part of this is a level of recency bias. And maybe that's the wrong word for this, but the recency bias I'm referring to is the Cleveland Browns and the situation and how that organization, without empathy, without compassion handled the signing the trading and ultimately the largest guaranteed contract in NFL history was awarded to this player and in every stop their PR department and their public relations strategy was to minimize and be unempathetic towards and it was a huge mistake for that franchise and you know what as big of a mistake as it was I think the 15 minutes for the most part are over for the Cleveland Browns the next news cycle has happened, and it's Matt Ariza. And I do believe that the Deshaun Watson thing will come back, um, will, will, will rear its ugly head when he is back playing football for the first couple of weeks. I'm sure fans are going to give him the business, and he's going to have chance, and hear scumbag, and hear all this stuff, right? Like that's, that's what he's going to hear for the first couple of games back, maybe for the rest of the season. But then what? Our society tends to move on from these sorts of things. And that's the sad reality of it, is the news cycles. And that, let me tell you, is what exactly the Cleveland Browns were banking on. That's exactly what the league was banking on. They weren't expecting the backlash for Deshaun Watson to last as long as it did. And it did. And they were forced to levy a larger suspension against him because of the consistent public backlash and what the public backlash proves in the case of the Browns and now the case of the Bills in a dumbed down version in a silly way in a light way of saying it bullying works wanting to hear the accountability and not letting people get away with blanket PR statements that stuff works this fan base means a lot to this organization. And I believe how the Cleveland Browns continually and consistently handled their PR crisis showed that their fan base meant very little to them. In fact, winning meant everything. Even if it meant sacrificing the relationship that a majority of their female fan base felt that they could have moving forward with them. They were comfortable spitting in the face of their female fan base if it meant getting their franchise quarterback and having a slightly better chance to win a championship at some point. I give the Bills credit 
for deciding not to have that and share that same public relations strategy nightmare that the that the Cleveland Browns rolled out and having the owner go on stage talking about how he's a young he's a young guy and deserves second chances and deserves you know our benefit of the doubt that is not what happened yesterday Sean McDermott did not go out there asking for us to give this player the benefit of the doubt he, in fact, didn't ask for anyone to give him or the organization a benefit of the doubt. What he asked for was patience. And I believe that's going to be a really hard thing for this fan base. And by the way, rightfully so to wait for. I don't know that you, if you are this, if you're Brandon Bean, if you're Sean McDermott, in the window that they sit in today, which is a Super Bowl favorite, not contender, favorite that you can allow this black cloud over your franchise in this moment. You know, do they want to wait this process out? I believe they do. They've got a history, by the way, in both instances, of being on the right side of it, particularly the the LaShawn McCoy incident. They waited for it, they got the facts, and they decided to stick by the player. And the player was not found guilty of the crimes he was accused of. And I think now, with where we are as a society, as it, especially in the social media realm, of how we react, how we support people who have been victims of sexual assault or rape, has changed the way that the NFL is trying to go about this. Now, is it the change we all want? No, it's not. It's not extreme enough of a change, but it's a change nonetheless. And for the Bills right now, what they're going to have to decide is whether or not they're going to stick by a guy who is accused of the most egregious you can be short of murdering someone, gang raping a minor, is the most egregious crime you could be accused of of as a man short of murder, they have to decide whether the facts that they've been given were given A, in good faith, and B, whether they were true. And now they have to determine if the facts that have been brought to light in that lawsuit two days ago, the new information that you'll hear Sean McDermott refer to, he said he's not going to lie, They've gotten new information over the last 24 hours, and that was dating back to last night. They're going to have to decide whether they have the capacity internally to wait this out. I don't envy their position. Regardless of their decision, they're going to have to find another punter. Matt Ariza cannot play for you until this is over. He can't. He won't. So even if you decide to stand by Matt Ariza, what does that look like? Because it's not you standing by and him playing football next Thursday or two Thursdays from now. That's not what's going to happen. So what is standing by and being patient and allowing the information to lead you to the truth, as Sean McDermott said? I don't know. I don't know. So... We're going to play that back for you right here. Matt Perino of New York Upstate is going to join us at 11.30. So we're going to play this out. Matt and I are going to talk this out, do a little reaction to it. So the first hour, we are going to spend a lot of time today um, on the comments that Sean McDermott made yesterday. 
Um, we're still waiting to hear if there will be additional press conferences today. We know that Sean McDermott will meet with the media at 3 p.m. But I know there is a desire from this fan base to hear from Brandon Bean. I would like to hear from Brandon Bean. I'm not sure if we're going to hear that today. I know we're going to hear from Sean McDermott again. But in the context of recognizing that a young woman has been brutally hurt in this, and she is the priority of this, by the way, and anything anything short of that would be wrong and disingenuous. She and her mindset, her health, her mental health, everything, that that's the important part here. But I felt bad for Sean McDermott yesterday that he had to go out there and flail like a fish out of water. It's very obvious he doesn't have enough information to make educated responses to these questions. And that's not an easy position to be put in as the leader of a franchise, as the face of a franchise, which is this head coach. He's the communicating face of the franchise. But he's the head coach. He oversees the football team. Brandon Bean is responsible and lead and ownership is responsible for conducting this investigation for likely. And we know that the team's, um, you know, legal counsel was involved in this. And with respect to an ongoing criminal investigation, which is what's happening, there is an ongoing criminal investigation. So with respect to that, I believe we are going to hear a lot of we're not going to be able to answer that question. I believe that what they can answer and what they should answer is helping everyone understand the timeline, when they knew, what they knew, and what more did they learn, and do they feel misled? Do they feel at any point Ariza or his attorney misled them? Because I think if they believed that or if they thought that, Ariza would have not made the trip back with the team yesterday. But again, it's it's difficult for me to get around and get through this because we just don't have the information available to us. 803-0551-888-552-550. We're going to play Sean McDermott. Let's go to the phones first before we do that. And I'm happy to take your phone calls, your reactions today. Um, uh, let's go to Chance, who's on uh, our uh, who's on hold here. Chance, you're on Sports Talk Saturday. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Um, I want to know why the Buffalo Bills pay all these scouts, all these investigators. Uh, Buffalo Rumblings, I believe, came out with an article this today that I read saying that they did not know uh, during the draft about this, but other teams did. And why, why, why do they pay these guys so much money if they can't, you know, find out this basic information that San Diego State knew? The, the kids at campus knew. You, you didn't send one of your guys out there to talk to some coaches or teammates and find this out because clearly his teammates knew. And, and it's an abomination that he's still on the team. There shouldn't be any more fact-finding because at the very least, at the very least, according to the L.A. Times article, he admitted on tape, and I, I trust the L.A. Times, I trust them, at the very least he admitted to sleeping with a 17-year-old, to having sex with her. That is proven. That's on tape. A police tape. So let's say the gang rapes false, which I doubt it is. He had he had sex with a minor. He's got to go. He's a six round partner. It shouldn't matter. I don't care if it's Deshaun Watson. It's disgusting. Just get him off the team. It stinks that it's two weeks from the season. We're dealing with this crap. I, I've been killing the Browns, killing the Browns fans, mm-hmm. killing these bums that call up until 
innocent until proven guilty. I didn't say put him in jail and throw away the key. I just don't want him in the NFL and on the Buffalo Bills. And now if I hear any clown call in, you're an idiot, and say innocent until proven guilty, you're a joke. You're, you don't call. Don't call WGR with that BS. What a joke. You're a fool if you do that. And it's an abomination to Bill's Mafia. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Chance. Um, yeah, listen, I when they knew what they knew, um, that's information that I do hope we learn here over the next 24 or 48 hours. Um, but I appreciate, I appreciate the call, Chance. Let's hear from Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, again, who uh, met with the media after the game uh, yesterday in Charlotte. Okay, uh, I understand there was a game just played, but I want to... Uh, talk. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. About something that's more important, which is uh, what we have going on with one of our members of our team right now uh, in Matariza. It is a situation that is extremely um, serious. Uh, uh, just hard to um, go through and um, it's not a situation that, that I or we take lightly whatsoever, and it's very serious. I understand the sensitivity of the situation, um, and we got it's clear we have work to do to continue to figure this thing out here, and, uh, and we're going to do that. Um, so with that, I'll turn it over to you. Sean, when, when exactly were you made aware of these allegations against them? Yeah, Jay, I'm not going to get into details right now. I hope you can appreciate that. I respect your question. Um, I know we made the statement we did last night, and, and uh, I'll leave it at that. 
I certainly can appreciate that, but given the severity of this situation, what in that rather generic statement says to you that that's an adequate response from this organization? Yeah, again, Jay, I'm, I'm not going to get into details right now, um, um, so I, I respect that. All right, well, what makes him a great kid, which you said earlier this week about him? Again, I'm not going to get into um, who Matt is and, and his character and all that type of stuff. I don't think that's right right now. Uh, I can tell you this, my, my, my heart and thoughts and prayers go out to the people involved, right? And uh, that includes Matt and includes uh, both sides here and, and, uh, and uh, the victim and, and, uh, and everyone involved. Um, our prayers go out to them. Are you satisfied with the organizational response to this point? We have work to do. We have work to do. Why did you not play tonight? Um, you know, it was my decision, and uh, at the end of the day, I didn't feel like it was right. It wasn't right to do that. So. How much does this dampen the spirits of this locker room? Where do you want to start? It, I mean, Mookie, it's, I mean, it, it is something that is, is that, that I and we take very seriously, and um, that's, that's where, that's where we're at. I'm sorry. When did you make the decision that he wasn't going to play today? It's, you know, at some point today, um, you know, just... Felt like that was the right thing to do, and that's that's what I'm after is doing the right thing. Is he, back he is, yes. Do you anticipate him being on the roster as of Tuesday? Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into that, Jay. I, again, respectfully, I, I'm not gonna go into that right now. It's clear, like I said, it's clear we have work to do here, um, and figuring this thing out. What 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 does that work involve? The, the team statement said that you did a thorough investigation. There's more work to be done. So how thorough was the investigation? I'm not going to go into details on that. Uh, uh, we've got more work to do. What's your message? It's obviously a serious situation. What's your message to the females in the Bills Mafia fan base that yeah. are obviously hurting right now with yeah. what's going on? Yeah, I mean, again, it's not a situation we take lightly. I'm hurt. I understand they're hurt. And, uh, and, uh, uh, it's emotional. It's not easy to to hear about some of the things that I've heard about over the last um, several hours, say. And uh, you know, haven't slept a lot, to be honest with you, because this is this is a game. But there's other things that are more important than this. Matt put out a statement uh, through his agent during the game. Said he's he's going to prove, prove he's looking forward to proving this wrong. Do you believe him? Does the organization believe him? Yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to go down uh, that road right now. Um, again, we've got some work to do here, and and uh, we've got to figure this thing out here. Were you aware that he or his agent were going to put out a statement? No. No. Did you have a reaction to that statement? Did you read it? Have you seen it? I'm aware of that statement uh, since since the game, and I'm not going to make a comment on that. You keep saying that the organization has more work to do. Why do you think? This work wasn't being done before. Why do you feel like that you're now more work needs to be done and it wasn't done before all this came out? 
Um, it's just you know a matter of trying to find the truth at the end of the day, right? That's that's the goal is find the truth and do the right thing. And that's what I keep coming back to in my mind and my heart is find out the truth to the best of my ability and do the right thing. Do you foresee a time, maybe not tonight, but when you can provide more details on the exact timeline of what you knew, what this team knew, and when they knew it? I'll see, Jay. I mean, I, I can't right now. I just, like I said, we got a lot of work in front of us here, a lot of work. And um, we got to figure this thing out, like I said. What did you say to the team? Uh, you know, we just, the, the guy, they, they know, um, you know, that this was going on here and, you know, with all the stuff that's out there and, um, um, you know, just about the, we talked about the seriousness of the situation and, and the sensitivity of the situation and, and, um, you know, that, that's real. I don't think it's uh, again respectfully. I don't think it's it's the right time to do that. Um, other than I appreciate the guy, the, the players' effort. Um, I don't take that lightly either. Uh, it's on a separate, whole separate scale. Um, but I don't think it's the right time to talk about it uh, respectfully. The, trying to be respectful of the situation here, and I think that's the right thing to do. Sean, can I just ask? Do you feel like not addressing this, letting it fester, letting fans continue to? Get upset about that. Is that something that you're concerned about at all? The organization. Absolutely. Concerned? Yeah. I mean. I mean. It's. It's all of it. All of it. That's. That's one piece. But. It, it's. It's all of it. Uh, I'm concerned about all of it. And. Uh, again. People involved on both sides. Um, people are hurt. Um, people are hurting. Fans are hurting. Um, I, I understand that. And. Again. Um, we want to find the truth and, and figure this thing out the right way and, and do the right thing. And that's what I know to do, and that's what we're going to work on. In terms of finding the truth and all that, do you feel like that lied to you and the team? Yeah, I'm not going to get into that again uh, respectfully, Elena. It's, uh, you know, just working on, working on finding that truth. And... Uh, That's where we're at with it. Do you have a timeline on when that process will take place? You know, I, I don't. Obviously, I hope sooner than later, Jay. Um, so I'm, I've been working on it. We've been working on it. It hasn't been easy. Um, uh, and again, it's again. I just want to get to that answer as soon as we can. Um, um, but you know how things sometimes work with with, with these situations. There's. Um, things on both sides with, with legal and attorneys and everything like that. So, um, again, just trying to put this all together and and uh, do what's right. Do you feel like we're misled at any point by any of the parties involved in this? I'm not going to get into that. Um, again, it's, it's getting into the details that I can't get into right now. Um, so. How much did you learn in the last 24 hours Uh, I would say there's, there's been some, you know, there's been some, and, and I'm not going to deny that. <clears throat> um, and that's why I have more work to do on this. Can you put the blame on that, on, one, on that, on the organization? Who's responsible? 
Yeah, I don't want to get into that, Elena. Again, I respect your question. I, um, I'm more trying to be solution oriented right now, um, and that's that's where I'm headed, and, and that's where we need to be headed. All right, thank you, guys. All right, that is Bills head coach Sean McDermott. That's from last night. That's post game after the Bills' twenty-one to nothing loss to the Carolina Panthers. We're going to take a timeout on the other side. Matt Perino, New York Upstate, is going to join the program, get more reaction. Matt was there at the press conference live, so we'll uh, we'll talk to Matt and, and and get his thoughts on everything from yesterday. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Okay, y'all, welcome back. Sports Talk Saturday rolls on segment two. We're headed to the Wester Hotline because Matt Perino of New York Upstate joins me to talk yesterday, the game, but it was the stuff after the game that uh, that made the most headlines. Matt, good morning to you, my friend, and thanks as always for joining me. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm very well, I'm very well. So, um, you know, you were there yesterday, you know, I, I was here back at, at uh, our Amherst studios and... You know, we had a chance to listen to the press conference and, um, you know, listening and having the ability to watch it also on television. Um, The emotion in the room, um, I thought was on display. And even if you only if you heard just the the audio version of the press conference, um, I feel like you could you can kind of feel Sean McDermott's emotion and empathy and um Listen, for the things that it's apparent this franchise has kind of gotten wrong in this situation thus far, um, it felt like yesterday was a, was a turning point for how they're going to handle this thing moving forward. Yeah, I mean, there's how, how do you unpack something like this? We haven't done a show yet. We're our, our, our post-game podcast, we moved to 1230 today, so I could you know spend some time just digesting all this, and it, it, it's a lot. And when there's this kind of serious, serious, um, accusations that are in play. You just want to be very measured with everything. And I think from the Bills' perspective, listen, I, I agree. There's things about this whole thing that haven't been handled well. When you come out with a statement and aggressively say that you did an extensive evaluation of the situation, I mean, how extensive could it have been if you're learning things after the news breaks from the L.A. Times story? Or LA Times story? Uh, so Sean McDermott was asked about that, and he said, I'm not going to deny the fact that uh, I've learned things over the last few hours, and some of it's been hard to hear. And so, you know, how this plays out from this point, it's anybody's guess. But to your um, point, the emotion in that room on both sides of that microphone, mm-hmm. um, from Sean McDermott, and I was sitting in there with uh, Elena Getzenberg and Jay, Jay Skirsky and Mookie Hawkins and, you know, you, you want to get it right in, those, in these moments. And, and, you know, they have to come out. They have to answer questions. They have to answer for all of this. And we try to have the questions ready. And I was, I was proud to be a part of that group. I mean, as somebody who teaches journalism, you know, uh, professionally, um, I thought there was a lot of good journalism happening in that room yesterday. I concur. And, you know, I think the unfortunate nature of – our media nowadays are blanket PR statements and um, and a lot of times meaningless blanket PR statements. And, you know, I think if there's one thing that the Bills could probably want back, it would have been releasing a, a very short and nondescript uh, PR statement uh, the, the the day that this kind of came to light. And 
And, you know, Sean didn't maybe say as much, but I think his words and his responses to a lot of those th- those questions that we heard yesterday um, indicated that that statement put him in a really difficult spot. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. It, it almost felt like he was still grappling with it. And um, I've talked to people that, you know, were down on the field level and, you know, seeing him during the game. I mean, you could feel the stress level. Um, I saw him walking out on the field before the game, and then obviously I saw him walk from the post-game um, locker room into the media room. And he's always all business. Like, don't get that wrong. I mean, he's always got a, uh, you know, a sense of business about him. He's a, he's a serious guy. But you just you could feel a different tone. And this affects all of us. This, this isn't just about um, a football team. This is about a woman who was – I mean, I can't even like say it as a as a father of a daughter. Yeah, um, it's just sickening. It's th- to have somebody go through that. You want everybody involved, everybody that touched it, to have to pay for it. And I think that in a lot of ways, what you like you mentioned, he didn't really want to go into the details. But Sean said he wants to do the right thing. He wants to get to the bottom uh, of the story. He wants to find answers and. Listen, I can respect that if they're still going through uh, a process that, you know, evaluating this thing. Um, but, yeah, still a lot to come of this story. The Bills uh, are practicing today. Uh, we were scheduled to talk to Sean McDermott at 3. They've moved him back to 4 and practice from 3.30 to 4.30. Um, so th- that'll be the next stage in this. Matt Perino here on the Wester Hotline from New York Upstate. And, yeah, Matt, I, I, I think the, the next phase of this is where fans are really most concerned about is, you know, what what the team knew, the timelines they knew it, and, um, you know, whether the information they were originally given by, um, you know, in this case, by – the, by by both Ariza and his in his his team and his team of lawyers and frankly the investigative team like do you expect us to learn more information or do you listen I I I know that most people might consider it a cop out saying like there's an active ongoing investigation and we're just not going to you know talk about certain things but that is a reality um, there are certain things they're simply not going to be able to talk about. And a lot of that just stems from there is an active criminal investigation going on. But I do believe that part of what people probably feel they're owed is an explanation and timeline of knowing what the team knew and when they knew it. I mean, the questions aren't going to go away. Nate. I mean, this isn't something. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission where you get two or three weeks or four 
four uh, games into the season and then the questions stop getting asked. And this is something that's going to be brought up pretty consistently. I mean, he's still on the roster right now. I don't know what's going to happen today and in the days to come and whether or not that changes the narrative. But for every minute that he stays on the roster, I I think that there is a sense of the majority of the fan base wanting answers for what, what the Bills' role in all of this is. You know, people are out there painting pictures. I mean, we've seen the, the back and forth, uh, you know, mostly on the, uh, uh, the one lawyer side uh, for the uh, plaintiff uh, in, the, in the civil case. And, you know, some of the contentions that, you know, the, they, they tried to reach out to the Bills and there was an initial conversation that was a report out there. And then uh, it kind of went silent a little bit. Um, getting answers on what that actual timeline was it's important. And I think that, you know, Sean McDermott did, didn't say that they're not going to give that information when they have it. I, I think that they're still in the – it does seem like the organization, right or wrong, felt a bit um, caught off guard by all of this. I mean, with the way that it all happened, with the statement that was put out, and then just the, the, the lead-up to the game, to, to bring a, a, a razor to the – uh, arise it to the uh, stadium and then not have him play and just all the kind of weird steps that happened along the way. I think that they were just, they were going step by step through this and there were, you know, they're still trying to figure it all out. So I would imagine you would hope as a fan, as somebody that lives in this community, that they figure it out and, and uh, do provide those answers here at some point, you know, in the not too distant future, like McDermott said. Yeah. And Part of this, too, I think, is a desire to hear Brandon Bean talk, Matt. And, you know, there there was a level and part of me yesterday watching and listening to that press conference that um, that felt bad for Sean McDermott because you're, you're talking about him being a, a, an all-business kind of guy, and I think that's right. And I think part of this is I don't know how much Sean McDermott could have known. He is so entrenched in the day-to-day as this team's head coach, um, and they're in the in the process of trying to evaluate roster positions and guys who are going to make this team and who aren't. And I get the sense that you know the information that Sean McDermott was given about this was probably very limited, and for him to have to go out there and kind of be a fish out of water, um, having to answer these questions that I don't think he was probably prepared to answer. Um, doesn't feel great to me you know what I mean like it just doesn't feel like something that that sits well with me and I think because of that I do really want to see I I would really like to see Brandon Bean speak on this at some point no I think that he will um I think that you know the bills do have a process like I we were talking about it I I wasn't surprised about how this wasn't made available he doesn't tend to talk um uh, I do this is the kind of situation that you'd you'd hope for them maybe to veer a little bit. Um, but I thought that I didn't have a problem with McDermott speaking on it only because he's so entrenched and he's so involved in all aspects of yeah. the organization. Like nothing really happens in this organization without Sean McDermott knowing about it. I mean, he's in the draft room. Uh, you know, he has a good relationship with the Pagulas. Um, and so – I didn't have a, a huge problem with that, but I do agree with you that at some point, I mean, I've requested Brandon Bean. Uh, we're waiting to see if that's going to be something that's considered for today. I don't know. Um, but it's just a situation where it doesn't matter who talks, whether it be Terry Pagula, whether it be Brandon Bean or Sean McDermott, at some point here, you want answers. And when is that going to come? And we're going to keep asking the questions. And 
that's one of the things that's kind of taken place today, and this is always going to happen. Listen, I don't expect everybody that is a, is a Bills fan to be a, a journalism expert, right, to understand the role of the reporter and the media. And I know that those lines are much more blurred now because mm-hmm. of the great contributions that we get from the fan media uh, contingent, content creation and yep. everything like that. Nobody's a bigger supporter of that than me. You know that, Nate. Yep, of course. I love it. I love the conversation, being a part of it. But there's a, a role that the traditional reporter plays, especially in these kinds of situations where we are required, our, our duty, our, our ethical code calls on us to ask, and ask questions and seek the truth. That's journalism 101. Hmm. I teach it every semester. And so that's what we were trying to do yesterday, and we're going to continue to do it. Matt Perino here on the Wester Hotline. Matt, I got a couple more for you. And, and you know, part of this goes to sort of the psyche yesterday. And, I, you know, you heard Mookie Hawkins ask the question. And it, at, on its face value, it felt, and maybe harmless is the wrong word, but it felt like a harmless question from Mookie. But I, I could tell that it struck a chord with Sean McDermott based on the way that he answered it, right? And he kind of paused. And he paused for so long, Matt, that someone had started asking another question and – then he sort of answered it in a way, right? And, and, and he kind of asked it by asking a question or answered it by asking a question. And I thought that that was really telling to me that he knows this is affecting in one way or another the rest of this, this roster. And I think if for nothing else, what I think that will speak to is how much longer Matt arises on the roster. This is maybe even less about their ability to wait and more about their wanting to wait. I don't, I don't know why there would be a desire to have this hanging, this distraction. And, that, and I hate placing that word because it feels like it's minimizing the acts. It feels like it's, it's minimizing right. the victim, and it's not the intent to do so. But what this is, is this is a great distraction for a team that is not just in a Super Bowl window, Matt, but the Super Bowl favorite. And we've got 13 days or 12 days, whatever it is, before they play their first game. And I cannot imagine a scenario where they're going to continue ask, answering questions about this in the lead-up to game week. I just I know that in a perfect world, Matt, that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean, they probably want to wait for the legal process to play out, but they can't wait and simultaneously play this player. He can't play football for this team. So if he can't play football right now, like, what is next? Right. And, you know, there's a couple pieces to this as well. I mean, you're first and foremost, like there was a report out, I think it was the Associated Press that talked about, um, you know, talking to five anonymous exec- league executives about the draft and like whether or not people knew about it. And three of the executives said that they didn't know about uh, this. And two of them said that they did. Uh, the three that said that they didn't said, well, to be honest, we weren't really going after it too hard because we weren't considering even drafting yep. a punter. Most right. teams don't consider drafting specialists. So to your point, to this being a distraction, yeah, at the end of the day, and I said this on the pregame show before we got rained out uh, and we had to kick it over to Tim and uh, Heather to, to save the day, um, it's a punter. Yeah, This is supposed to be one of the best offenses in the league, one of the best defenses potentially in the league. Special teams is important, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day – like, if you're ever, and I'm never making an excuse for this, this should never happen, but if you're ever kind of waiting for a player that, like, maybe means something to your team 
Like, this is, A, a rookie. He hasn't been there very long. It's why I kind of advocated for them to cut Jake Fromm when all that stuff was right. going on with him. Right. He's a fifth-round rookie backup quarterback that you're, you basically never want to play. But I will say, on a separate note here, this team, I think, what Micah Hyde said yesterday was really important. They trust Brandon and Sean to make these kinds of decisions based on the character of the people in their building. And so they don't let distractions happen. I mean, all last year we were talking about the Cole Beasley stuff, the vaccination stuff. Yep. I don't think it really ever penetrated the locker room. So however long it takes this to play out, they have built a roster filled with veterans and um, you know, leaders and all that kind of stuff. I don't think that that will necessarily be a problem. But I would also say that don't get it twisted that there's people on this team with, with children, with daughters, and the longer this lingers, the more you sit with that and the more you sit with all this stuff that you read. These guys, Josh Allen, the quarterback, goes on Twitter. He admits it's yep. some stuff on there. So the longer you sit with this, the more, as we know, as, as two people that, you know, I don't know. I can't say much more about it, but I can't imagine – how much some of the people on this team, if not all the people on this team reading this stuff, just have a hard time sitting a few locker stalls down from the guy. Yeah, and, you know, obviously yesterday, Matt, you know, I know Kathleen, uh, Catherine Fitzgerald from the Buffalo News reported that, you know, when she was in the locker room, that there was the empty locker between Tyler Bass and and and, and Reed Ferguson didn't have a nameplate on it. And, and whether or not that symbolism or what you want to take from that, you know, I, I – I think this this team, although I think all of us agree this the beginning part of this could have been handled better and handled differently, um, they do have a very unique opportunity to make this right, to do something that I believe the Browns failed to do, which is acknowledge people that have been affected by this and not use terms like you know second chances and you know try to you know try try to minimize what's been done for the sake of winning football games and sure you know maybe they won't be heroes because to your point this is a punter this isn't a franchise quarterback um but they I do believe the Bills have a very rare opportunity to get this right and you know I know I know you hope and I know I hope that they do take this opportunity and they not only get it right, but they hit it out of the park. And, you know, when we're going to find out more details, I don't know, Matt, but I, I get the sense that from listening to yesterday that there is a deeper desire than maybe we're even aware of, of them making sure they get this right. Yeah. Um, I will say one, I agree. Like, And I do think that Sean's comments, you know, painted a picture that, you know, there is some – there's efforts happening within the organization to make sure they do get this right. And I, you could always kind of respect at least that pursuit. The one thing I kind of wish I would have followed up a little bit more on was when he said that um, he wanted to send prayers out to everybody yes. impacted, mm-hmm. including Matt Ariza. I just, that didn't, that didn't hit the right tone for me um, on, on a, on a night where you're refusing to give any type of, uh, insight into you know anything arises specific to say that I just it, it felt it didn't hit the right mark for me hmm. uh, so I kind of want to hear you know maybe follow up a little bit on that today but uh, yeah it's been a it's been a kind of like a 
it's been a sad 24 hours, right? It's been a sad 36 hours now, right? I'm trying to lose track of time. Yeah, I know, right? You see all this news and you try to like, you remember you have a certain job to do around it. Like we talk about this team, we write about this team for a living, but this is like, um, you know, this is real life stuff that, is, that impacts real, you know, winning and losing football games as much as it means to this, or this old community, and sorry, I'm paying for my parking here, leaving the airport. <laughs> you know, it it means a lot. Don't get me wrong, but this is real life. Like Sean said yesterday, and you just want it to go. You know, you want them to do the right thing as human beings. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, Matt, I appreciate you. I know you you just got off the plane and you're walking around, getting out of that airport. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us and, and give your thoughts on this. It's not an easy topic, but you know I think you're the right guy for it. So I appreciate you, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and some college football today. And uh, I'm sure you and I will be chatting before uh, before long. Thanks, buddy. Have a uh, great rest of your weekend. Thanks for having me on. And uh, man, can you believe it? L.A. in uh, two weeks. Two weeks, man. Uh, the weather was beautiful in Carolina. But I'm expecting it to get ratcheted up a notch here in a couple days. No doubt, my friend. No doubt. Appreciate you as always, uh, and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, Dave. Matt Perino there on the Wester Hotline of New York Upstate, joining us to uh, in reaction. He was there yesterday uh, in Charlotte after the game and, and had an opportunity to ask some questions to Sean McDermott and wanted to bring him on to uh, to chat about it. All right, 803-0551-888-552-550-12 o'clock. We're going to shift gears a little bit here, but we'll, we will take phone calls. Um, so feel free, and, and especially in the 1 o'clock hour, we'll, we'll have plenty of time for, for additional phone calls on all of this uh, coming up. Uh, Antoine Staley of the New York Daily News. We're going to talk some Jets football. That's coming up next here on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.